Ladies and gentlemen, we are back one more time. It's the big O coming back with T-Bone, the icons. Hello, 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 world. And we are here in the Ozone. Are you ready? Are you ready to talk sports? Are you ready to be unfair and partial? I hope so, because we're ready. We've been itching to get back at you, and we have some stuff to talk about today. we got to start at the top where everybody's starting at. I mean, the implosion of the Los Angeles Lakers continues. Uh, last night, I, I watched uh, um, – I saw Kobe Bryant on the bench there looking like, you know, the mummy. He looked like Tutankhamun over there. <laughs> he was he was all wrapped up. He had ice on his knees, ice on his shoulders. He had ice in his Gatorade bottle. There was ice all <laughs> over the place, this guy. And uh, and we watched him watch the game where the Lakers surprisingly came back and won the game in overtime and beat the uh, the surging Miami Heat. While he was sitting down, of course. While he was sitting down. And let me tell you, I don't know if I've ever seen someone so salty to see a game-winning <laughs> shot. <laughs> he was so upset. Last, he looked so upset. When Julius Randle hit the game-winning shot. Julius Randle's doing the boogaloo. He's dancing. He's squeezing uh, 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 Russell, uh, 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 D'Angelo Russell he's and so on and so forth. He's kissing babies and everything, right? He's, he's signing autographs. <laughs> and Kobe Bryant just gave him stone face. He cracked a, He cracked one quick smile, and that was about that was about all he had for him. <laughs> okay. It was like, how dare you win a game without me on my farewell tour? They wouldn't have even been down if it hadn't been for him. He was one for seven in the first quarter. Wow. Yeah, but you know. I mean that this is this I'm not trying to ride on on the Mamba because he's a great player in his own right, but at the same time, earlier in the week they lost by 48 to Utah. Disgusting. That's disgusting. That kind of thing says you aren't even in the same category. Like you aren't even in the same league. You guys shouldn't even be playing the same game. Right, and you have to blame Byron Scott for some of that, right? A lot of that. I mean, you know what? My view is evolving. I, I uh, you know, Byron Scott. Even though he pulled the ageism card with D'Angelo Russell, in my opinion, because he's got this young kid who can really play the game, who he seems like he's, I don't know, I don't know if he doesn't like his mental state or what it is, but he seems he got a problem with the young brother and he doesn't let him play. But now the Lakers have taken L's to a whole new level because the Lakers are taking L's off the court. Right. And in the city of Angels, this is we're, we're seeing a we're seeing a rebirth of something that I just can't even believe. We're talking about this ridiculous scandal with uh, D'Angelo Russell playing double agent and actually ruining his teammates' relationship and ruining his own, more importantly maybe even, his own reputation and (laughs) career in the NBA. Last night, he jumped on Julius Randle after Julius Randle made that go-ahead layup for the game. And Julius Randle was like, yeah. Then he looked at him and was like, oh, it's you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Everybody be quiet. (laughs) Don't say anything. Don't tell anyone I hit the winner because he's going to tell. Yeah, so it's like it's like uh, what? How does a guy? For anybody who doesn't know, for who's been living under a total rock, D'Angelo Russell videotaped uh, for Snapchat for some reason. Nick Young talking about having adult sexual relations with another young lady, and Nick Young is uh, Nick Young is engaged to right. to another young lady, a star singer, and uh, somehow or another it got out. I actually don't believe that he did it on purpose as far as it getting out. I don't believe that he did it on purpose. And now I had just actually watched this thing for the first time and maybe a couple hours ago, and I actually believe that he did it on purpose. The, oh, really? The way that the camera was being held. and Why was he sneaking? Why would you what do, do you that? Doing? Around, what are you doing? Why would you do that around what your boys? What like, are you oh, doing? Yeah, let me like, sneak a video about talking about some babes. Who, I, who does that? Who does that? 
Like you usually, you know, most of the guys locker room banner, you join in. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah oh, you yeah, did yeah. that. Yeah, like, oh yeah. Now, uh, then you turned around, and then what did you do? Exactly. It was a, it was <laughs> yeah. an interrogation. Yeah, yeah. It was an interrogation, and who knows if Nick Young is telling the truth or if he was just talking big just right, because. Right. He could just, you know, he might have just been talking just a little to, bravado going a little, on, a little little bravado, especially yeah. for the young man. Right. You know, and it's and it's disturbing because you say, why do you do something like that? But we have to add another piece, which is this is the second L that these dudes have caught in the same week because earlier in the week they caught like a, a sexual harassment case right. and what's the common denominator d'angelo russell Ooh, d'angelo russell's there yeah. and nick young though you could say he's also the common denominator uh, i don't know if he's e equals mc squared but he is <laughs> pi so i mean the issue is is that he's there and they're saying that he's riding he's leaving the the parlor over in hollywood it's good food over there um, and they say they're leaving the parlor, and D'Angelo Russell actually is the guy who's supposed to have shouted out on uh, to to some derogatory term or something to the to a young lady passing by, who then in turn didn't appreciate it, but snapped a photo, and this photo slash video apparently D'Angelo Russell on the immature tip said something and then ducked back into the bus, and Nick Young was just sitting by the window and was like, "Yo, what up? I'm on the Lakers." Right. And then, you know, they caught that scandal to which the Lakers then had to address. And now they're catching this scandal to which the world is has to address. I just find it really interesting because the entire world seems to have a problem with this. Less people are talking about Nick Young the running around. As well. you, Everybody man, has a problem yeah. with it. The Lakers home crowd booed this young man last night when he got on the floor. I believe he has to go. You think he's got to go? That's he's it. He's got to go. I mean, even the guys from the NFL are stepping out on him. I mean, yeah. this is terrible. This yeah. is terrible. I think that the the only place that he can actually go right now is Philly because they're another team filled with a bunch of young kids. And you know what? I think maybe so, but I think that there's also uh, – I think you got another thing, which is you have to ask the question, or will it blow over? I mean, is this a is – go speak on it. No, James Worthy feels like it. No, it was – excuse me, Michael Thompson – Feels like that it would blow over, but overall, I don't think it'll blow over. He doesn't have the talent like that for to let it blow over. Kobe had the talent to, you know, make people forget and forgive. He doesn't wow. have it like that. Your jumper is so wet that you can make people forget a rape allegation. Yeah, that is a that is a silky jumper that I that busted is, ass. That I busted, I busted some ass, <laughs> and then Literally. I busted ass on the court. So forget about it. Okay? So so you forget about one. So ass I give you the bust. Jedi mind trick. <laughs> I I busted no ass. You busted no ass. That's it. Let's play. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, you have to say, so now, wow, is this the chickens coming home to roost? Is this a surprise? What What is it? What is going on here in the Lakers organization under the new bus leadership that right. makes this sort of scandal? What's going on? Is there a vetting that needs to happen more thoroughly with the, with exactly. the young players? What, what What's happening? What do you think? I, I think that, you know, the vetting system definitely is out of whack because you have to know a guy's character before you bring him on. He has to be able to fit in the locker room, and he he's not doing it right now. He's not doing it. But I don't and, you think know, Byron Scott's saying, helping out either. I don't think Byron – I think Byron Scott is secretly very happy. I think Byron <laughs> oh, yeah, Scott no is – he's, he's he's so Yeah, I got him. He was, like, he was like, you know, I knew he was a buster. That's exactly <laughs> I why I never played his ass more than nine <laughs> minutes a game. I could tell he was a stone-cold buster. Uh, you know, I don't know, man. It, it's uh, 
They're saying he's getting the isolation treatment. Nick he got Young, ISO'd last night. He got ISO'd, but they're saying he's getting ISO'd at team meetings and so on and so forth. Oh, of course. He's giving you some Donnie Brasco here. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Who I agree. I agree. Nick Young, uh, Nick Young, strangely enough, I'd like Nick Young's statement, what Nick Young said and, uh, you know, how he came out and said, basically, we handled our business and it is what it is. I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to cut to a, uh, we're gonna cut the cut to a, a a little audio here and see if we can get Nick. I like to be what, a boxing promoter and uh, promote the fight between Nick Young <laughs> and D'Angelo Russell. Pay per view. Nick Young <laughs> would beat the shit out of D'Angelo yeah, Russell. Kid's young. He's fresh. He's got the fresh legs. <laughs> Forty nine ninety five a pop. I don't know, man. That's a when you when you when it's personal like that. Hulk Hogan on him. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> feel, I don't know, as sick as possible. Um, I've I've been asked that question 110 times, and my answers, my feelings stay the same. Um, I mean, I, I wish I could make things better right away, but I can't. Honestly, I do. Um, I mean, I've always been known as a guy that plays plays around a lot, and he he has been too. And I don't know to be around somebody that's as similar with the same similar characteristics is 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 different. And I, I he's one of the guys that I've always talked to about anything, and I cherished our friendship. And for me to I don't know. Have an incident. Are like we gonna cut it right there because this, this guy is different. This guy is similar. It's different. All of a sudden, it's weird. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But what I can tell you is, as everyone, as our loyal listeners know, we have a fan of the Ozone who who bears the moniker of Laker Quick, and uh, I, I mean, I got to I got to hear what Laker Quick has to say about this. Hopefully, he won't jump through the line. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Laker Quick. Quick. What's up, world? Uh, you tell me. Now we just we just got done listening to this disturbing audio from D'Angelo Russell, where he's tripping all over himself, talking some nonsense about what well, you know. I, I've been known to play around a lot. Nick plays around a lot too, and to be around someone with a similar characteristic is different. Is weird. Is different. And I just, just, what? How did the Lakers get to this point of complete implosion? Talk to me, Laker, quick. Well. The brother has a lot of talent. He doesn't appear to be the most mature. This is one of those situations where we we will probably never know the truth. This kid is no idiot. I, I think it's giving people a pass sometimes to you know say, oh, he didn't know. He was just there was. This was personal. So you he feel like record. so you feel like yeah. so you feel like he did it on purpose. I do too. Oh yeah, and we'll and we'll never find out. We'll never know why. But, no, you don't do something like this. You know, hey, who knows what he heard, you know, standing around the corner in the locker room or somebody, you know, said, you know, and all, you know, Nick Young ain't exactly setting the world on fire. Now, that only, you know, that doesn't, you know, mean it's cool to dine the dude out and try to wreck his engagement. Um, but, you know, Nick Young's mind ain't been right in probably, I'd say, about two years. I think he's gone completely Hollywood and just decided to live the life instead of playing the game. <laughs> Because <laughs> the dude has talent, uh, but 
Yeah, I think this is a personal attack by D'Angelo Russell. It's it's a blow that's way below the belt. He goes against every man code. We can even go past the team code. This goes against man code. And I don't know how you bounce back from something like this. And this bro. is what we were yeah. saying. Now, now, yeah. now, T-Bone was saying that he's got to go. He's saying that D'Angelo Russell's got to get out of town. They're going to run him out of town for this thing. He's getting booed at games. Last night, uh, uh, Julius Randle made the game-winning shot, and D'Angelo Russell ran up on him and jumped on his shoulders. And 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 Randall, no love, no Rand- love, Rand- no, no love, love. no love. dot It was loveless. He got ISO. You can just get stole on, man. If you <laughs> around the way, man. I mean, honestly, man. You know, <laughs> it ain't. It ain't. Come on. No, this is a, this is an ugly look. I mean, you know, one thing I was speaking about is is that how incredible it is that the entire population is against this kid. It's like women don't feel it, men aren't feeling it. I, I saw a couple. <laughs> there was a couple midgets I saw that wasn't weren't feeling the work. There was there's a lot of there there was a lot of action that was not the way to go. No, ISIS released a statement today. You know, deploring. <laughs> just, and you know, I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> Yeah, I did not hear the ISIS statement. Uh, they are not feeling it. They, they are not, not feeling it. Activity. It could be dangerous to hang around Staples for the next few weeks. Who do? Good thing their not season dangerous. is coming to an end soon. But let's speak about them catching two L's in one week. Let's talk about the fact that just before this, it was apparently now from the inside sources that we have, they say that uh, that that the team was leaving the parlor over on Melrose in Hollywood. And when the whole debacle happened with the supposed sexual harassment situation, which also was D'Angelo Russell, and they say that Nick Young just took the L for him in a big brother kind of way, and then D'Angelo Russell said something slick and ran back into the bus. That was Jordan Clarkson, I thought. I'm just the, yeah, I think I think it was I think it was D'Angelo Russell and Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. And if you I look at the video, too, and if you look at the video or the or the photo, Nick Young is the one that they have that the girl took the photo of from her car. I do uh, believe. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, uh, is that he kind of stood there like, "Yo, what up? I'm on the Lakers. Iggy Azalea, one love," trying to diffuse the situation. And then what does he get for that? He gets an ice pick. He gets an ice pick sandwich. And then besides that, what I don't know which one of these three is worse. Then you got the Lakers running up to Utah and forgetting that they're a professional basketball organization and losing by 48. It's a bad look. You have a bunch of young kids who, you know, they're not kids necessarily, but they are young men. Uh, Nick Young is like damn near elder statesman in his ninth year. But basically you have a bunch of young men knowing that they're playing on the team with no expectations. They're basically young, rich guys, and they're like, and no, they're not taking playing basketball seriously at all. And I think Byron's kind of catching some unfortunate slack. He can't do nothing with this. You know, if now, you guys but, be, there's no other play to win, what you want from him? Yeah. Byron Scott is taking teams to the championship, man. That was a good I, old I days. believe in Byron Scott as a coach. I'm not saying he's an upper echelon coach, but I believe he's a better than average coach. But you have to, you know, you got to want to do something. You know, these guys just, you know, they look like they just want to get the game over with so they can go do some L.A. shit. <laughs> Which is very and, possible if L.A. shit yeah. includes snitching on your boys, which I include, last time that, I checked that, the L.A. handbook, that, cool. uh, that, nah. that wasn't in the L.A. code. You get code. your player card pulled. Nah, you get your Los that's, Angeles that's, privileges revoked. Nah, you can get a whole lot of, you can get your life privileges revoked. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> Los Angeles is a, it's a wild place. Yeah. You, can't, you can't play around here. Um, no, nah, that's not how I I mean, well, I tell you what was interesting is that if you watch ESPN or some of the other channels, is hearing the football players speak on it. 
<laughs> what, 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 so who spoke? I, I missed it. What did the football players come out and say? Uh, they're just uh, several commentators, you know, on this, but they all basically went straight to the violence and said, yeah. one guy, um, um, straight to the dude, violence. One guy, I wish I remember his name, man. One dude said straight, straight up, he said, I'd whoop his ass every day. I'd whoop his ass at the mall. I'd whoop his ass every day till he was off that thing. And then a couple other cats were, um, we're speaking on it on, I think, NFL Primetime or NFL Live. Yeah. And, now nah, football players made it very well known that <laughs> there's no way that be, it would be non-physical and you probably just had to leave. Well, rip I mean, him. old boy from the Jets just broke, uh, broke the quarterback jaw last Yeah, he sure he, did. He sure and did. he was willing. He was. Player. He sure was in in OTAs. Yeah. That wasn't even in, like, the season. He got cut from the team. That cost him money. And That's he was like, story. forget it. I'm not having this dude talk crazy to, to me. And he went to Buffalo and balled out. And he went to Buffalo and balled out. Yeah, but Rip Hamilton. Said, That's my kind of guy. <laughs> no, but Rip Hamilton and Rajah Bell came out and said that he had to go. Wow. Yeah. But I where mean, does look, he go is my question. Where do you go when this is you? I think he's that's oh, it's all, no, it's all, it's all bad. It, look, it, it, other people are bringing this up, and this is why, in this situation, I really feel bad for Kobe. Because now, they're bringing up all the Kobe shit. This is what it comes down to. And this is, <laughs> I mean, did he set the culture? Now, is now the culture Kobe of snitching set here? Awkwardness, because they're all saying, well, at least he ain't on trial for rape. Oh. <laughs> they're basically saying that. They say they're basically well, you know, Laker Nation got you know over Kobe being on trial for rape. Now every time they talk about this dude, they up <laughs> Kobe's old shit. It's disturbing, and I can remember that. That's reaping and sowing, though. That right? is the law of reaping and sowing, because for those who didn't remember, Kobe Bryant decided to say in his interrogation for a, a, an alleg- a, alleged rape, he said, uh, you know, Shaq pays for this kind of thing all the time. I am. Uh, I mean, he's paid up to a million bucks. Can I get? Can I get out? You know, of this. Which was unfounded. Which was not true. What was unfounded? Shaq ain't paying nobody off, man. Nobody. <laughs> nobody saw that. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear what Young Kobe had to say about it. That Shaquille O'Neal maybe has paid off women in the past. When's the last time you talked to Shaq? And did you ever apologize for those statements? You know, I, I haven't had the opportunity to talk to him directly. Um, but if I do get at that that opportunity, I definitely. Why not, um, Kobe? It's been, it's been months. Why not? Man, I can try to I can try to track him down, but I, you know I don't have his number or anything like that. Man, I was able to get a message to him, um, wow. you know, through through a mutual friend. Um, but you know, December twenty fifth sounds like a good day to me to kind of talk to him and, and tell him I never I never meant any kind of way to bring you know this you know anything Co- of his personal business out to the light Co- like that. Kobe, are you fearful that Shaq will not want to talk to you? Uh, no, I'm not feel fearful of it. I mean, I, I can only do what I what I feel is right. You know what I mean? Now, I, I feel it's right to to go up and, and apologize to the man for for um for 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 bringing him into to to my situation. You know, I never intended for that to happen, and you know things were were, were way overblown and um and and, and, and misstated. Why did you um, bring up his name though, Kobe? Why why even go there? You know, I can't really get into the details of it. Uh, all I can say is things were, you know, they they kind of took something and ran with it and, and took it someplace completely, you know, different than what it actually was. Well, let me ask you this question. One of the things that Shaq would say, and, I, and I, I know him pretty well, is that Shaq would say he's not hard to find. If you really, really wanted to find him over the last six months or so, it should have been relatively easy to find him. How do you respond to that? Well, I respond to that is, you know, 
You probably got his number. I get it from you, and I call him today. <laughs> gotcha. So that was Kobe Bryant's uh, response to when he was jammed up. And, wow, I have to stay. Stephen A. Smith and my man did a pretty good job of jamming him up there about that situation. Is this just the beginning? You know, I mean, are we going to, in four years from now, or ten years from now, are we going to have another Laker player who's going to tell on somebody? What's, no. what, what's the culture here? What is this, is this something running? Terrible. Is they putting something in the water in the locker room? What's going on here? At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it'll people will forget about it. There'll be something else new to talk about. He ain't going nowhere. He is actually a talented player, and I think him and Jordan Clarkson, they're trying to make them the Steph Curry and uh, you know play play Thompson of the uh, you know of Southern California. And I think that is possible. I don't know if they can be that good, but uh, I, I hear rumors that they're together. trying to get Hassan Whiteside, which I, I think yeah. is a very good move. That kid Whiteside's yeah. got a lot of upside if you can get his mind the, right. The 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 best case scenario is that these two guards, who especially Jordan Clarkson, who I like, I like him as a rookie. The, the best case scenario scenario is these guys start to develop. They get the kid out of LSU, put him at three, get Hassan Whiteside at center, then get Kevin Durant and put him at power four. And you know, hopefully by then maybe you have a six, seven seed playoff, you know, team. Um, like a quick, we're gonna get we're gonna get the uh, uh, young bus on the line and get you signed up for a GM position because it sounds like mm-hmm. you got some pretty good plans for the team that they actually, if they listen to, they may actually make some noise as opposed to making some legal briefs and breaking up marriages yeah. and shit. So, yeah, uh, and then you know, as soon as, as soon as the superstar touches down, then you get those other auxiliary type players, you know, the Andre Iguodala, for instance. You get a couple of them do the sign on, try to get them a ring, and you know that's how it starts. But it's tough, man. You're going to be in the same division with the Clippers and the Warriors now. Now, this is what we um, want to we want to segue on to you know, uh, while we got you on the line, Laker. Quick, we got the uh, we got Blake Griffin coming back for the Clippers soon, and I personally too bad he's not coming back tonight for the Thunder, who they about to tip off with in about forty five minutes. Yeah, it would be nice, but he's coming back and he'll be back for the playoffs. I just I'm very interested to see what happens between CP3 and Blake Griffin and uh, Montel Jordan or Montel. <laughs> this is how we do it, or it could be this is how we do it. <laughs> And I, and I feel Montel like... That was about 6'8". Who <laughs> was about 6'8". And might be able to free throw. Ooh. 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 Well, you got to bring that soon. up. Too soon. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, so, you know, I'm interested to see, and I'm interested to see what you think, because I keep watching the Clippers. T and I were watching the Clippers. You just don't feel like they can get over the hump, despite the fact that they have all the talent in the world. There's... there's I think both sides could be right. I think the, the honest answer is how, is how do we know? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to look at it a little optimistically. I think Blake Griffin coming back is because nobody knows how it's going to work. I think it's something that work, is going to work to the Clippers' advantage. And I don't think Blake Griffin is some kind of asshole, at least on the court. You know, I'm sure that trainer guy or whatever, the equipment manager, would probably feel differently. But I think that dude is going to do his best to sit right in seamlessly. And, you know, being that, yeah, everybody's just going to have game film for the most part you know, the Clippers without Blake Griffin, you know, in terms of recent film, I think he's going to, in a way, be their secret weapon. The dude, that dude put up big numbers in the playoffs last sure year. Man. did. People need to look up his playoff numbers last year. Everybody talking that Blake is the problem, they need to trade him. That's just, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes talking points don't make no sense. And that don't make no sense. Blake Griffin ain't going nowhere. And who will we trade to get better? You want to do a straight-up sign-and-trade deal for Kevin Durant? Okay, well, I'm listening to that. 
but just, you know, come on. I don't know. I like Blake on the block, personally. He's not a secret weapon. I like Blake. (laughs) He's a weapon. Uh, He's a weapon. A force of nature right there. A double-double waiting to happen. 25 and 12. Come on, man. And you probably give you like two or three assists a game. Yeah, and you're acting like you might not need him? Are you kidding? He put up triple-doubles in the playoffs last year, man. Triple-doubles. You know, like a couple of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't no fluke, man. I don't even think it's close. I like the Clippers, man. I think he's the best player on the team. I agree. Uh, you know what? But I'd like them to it pull is. it together is my thing, is that, you know what? When you look at the Clippers roster, you got Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, Paul Pierce, J.J. Redick, Jamal Crawford, Austin Rivers, uh, Wesley Johnson, Cole Aldridge, Jeff Green, Pablo Prignoni, Uh I'm disappointed in Clippers and bench. That's their main Achilles heel, in my opinion. It's Jamal Crawford or nothing. And Jamal ain't no spring chicken no more. He's 30, he just turned 36. We, we have the same birthday. And uh, oh. he, he's just not – he's not – you know, he's 36. He's not 26. And it's like if he ain't hitting doing his thing coming off the bench, Del Shady gets zero production off the bench. So now do we put that on Doc Rivers? Not necessarily. Because some of them dudes can ball, man. Wesley Johnson can ball. Uh, Cole Aldridge, that dude can actually play. Um, you know, Paul Pierce, I mean, what are you really asking, man? You can't give us four buckets? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need so, four you buckets. You know, he's got to make millions of dollars, man. You gotta give me two, three buckets, man. Yeah, but it's the, it's the coach's job to put them in the right position to win, and Doc is not doing that right now. Mm-hmm. I, hey, I'm not the hugest Doc Rivers fan. I, I think he, you know, he got a team with three Hall of Famers and one All Star Rondo, and he, you know, he got him a ring out of it. But I, he's never shown me anything that was mind blowing. Like, oof, you know, that's right. Well, that's and because you haven't the seen right? the video of uh, when he got you on tape talking about running around on your woman. That that would blow your mind, actually. <laughs> uh, oh, come on out, Doc. We got him. Quick. I can't imagine watching this dude walk into the locker room right now, man. I, I mean, honestly. he can't imagine it himself. Oh, that's got to be the worst. Oh, it's got to be the worst. That's got to be his stomach is so soupy. He's shady, a child, so it's like right. He's he's you know, and he he, and he looks like he's smaller than me. So you know, how Julius Randle gonna look snatching him up, man? That that, (laughs) it'd be like the Ray Rice video, man. So (laughs) you know, (laughs) wow. I mean, it's just a bad look all around. He's he's shady, not even a grown ass man. Yeah, but you you know what I mean. So. you learn this as a kid. <laughs> He's not saying that he doesn't learn yeah. it. He's just saying that the, this on the, kid 101. Yeah. Now, last thing we want to cover with you, like a quick while we got you on the line. You know, I'm looking at something now that's talking about a trend that Greg Popovich set. I know how, how T feels about it. I'll let you speak on the first T, and then you chime in after quick. Is uh, they're saying the Clippers are going to rest their stars uh, versus the Thunder. And yeah. T, tell me, you know, you we had an interesting off-air conversation about how you felt about uh, these guys resting stars. What do you think? I think it hurts the league. It hurts the team. Uh, you And the, the families, they come out and watch because these guys, you know, they're being paid to play a lot of money. And the families come out and they pay more than a couple hundred bucks for a good seat. And the stars aren't playing? Come on, dude. That's not acceptable, man. That's not right. What do you think, Quick? I agree 100%, and I'd like to delve a little further and go into the root cause of this problem, which I was just thinking about coincidentally earlier. And the reason why you have these cats resting is because basketball is shady turned into damn soccer, and you got these cats doing all this marathon running. Why? Because they've eliminated post-play, and nobody wants to slow down, give the ball to the big man, let him do his thing, while y'all cats just sit out there and rest. Nope. Everything got to be high, pick, and roll, and now these cats are out here getting their Kenyan marathon running on. So guess what? 
even though cats back in the 80s used to play the same amount of games. And we imagine had slightly less advanced sports medicine. All of a sudden now, these cats got to rest, you know, six, seven games a year. I don't like it. I would be very hot if I was the, the, the family man who really had to save more than my family knew. To, you know, to, to right them to take him out to have game. a good night out at the right. game. They, you buy, you and save then they up. Rest that's in big games too. This is what right. I'm talking about. You that save up, man. Yeah. Well, well you, the Spurs are talking about resting these guys when they get ready to play. The, I mean, against the Warriors. Hot. And that's what I was thinking of specifically, man. That shit ain't high. This is a big game. Hot, this is a big I'm game sorry. tonight. Yeah. You think about that. Think man, how much right. money you had to save up to take your kids out if you have. Three family or four, or four. kids. Yeah. Oh my God! Let's say a family of four. Family of four. Family of four. You're talking about a thousand dollars or more for a good night out at the stadium. Ball. You need a G ball. Come on, man. Are and then kidding? and then they don't play. I have to watch the refs all night. Come and on, then, man. And then come on, man. and then Chris and then Paul you might not even give me play. Twenty minutes, bro. You I need twenty. Minutes. I need, come on, you got to give me a dub at least. I need twenty minutes. Huh? I don't. I don't condone that at all. I, I really don't. I don't like it. And it's a complete byproduct or absolute byproduct of them taking post play out the game. And making this game, and you know, which I, uh, we can go. That could be a subject for the next talk, bro. Because honestly, I feel like basketball has gotten far more predictable to watch. You always know it's going to be a high screen and roll at some point, man. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm sorry. You know, some folks might think post play is boring. I, you know, at least it's something different. <laughs> but I think that it's a copycat league, and Popovich set the standard now, and everybody's following because you know, look at Tim. As they should, because look yeah. at their twenty years of, of, of success. success. So, I mean, yeah. you know, you can't. It, it's working for him. Tim Duncan is still in the league. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's, he could retire a couple of years ago. So, but I don't dig it. I don't dig it at all. And I, it's one area where I don't mind the NBA stepping up and maybe signing because it's like you're cheating the fans. You are, it's man. like we don't even have to make a you know. Is that a case? You know, you don't have to make that case. It makes itself. So if Popovich does something like that, can I get a rain check? Right? Come can on, I get man. a rain check yeah, to actually someone. watch you gotta, Aldridge and, and Kawhi something. Leonard and all those yeah. guys play? He's literally going to sit everybody, he said. Wow. Yeah. Maybe they'll and call I, us. I, you know, they should come up with a plan for that, that when he does that, everybody who's there gets, you know, 30% off their next ticket or gets a $30 coupon somewhere to eat. I yeah, it's a, it's a practical, it's a practical, high. it's a practical complaint that I actually don't hear enough about, in my opinion. Right. You hear the pundits and everybody talking about how it's messed up for, uh, you know, about how it's a smart move for the playoffs and so on and so forth. You never really hear anybody talk about the standard, the average Joe. That's because only the contending teams are going to do it, and if you're a true fan, you're thinking championship just like the team. But mm. you're still going to feel screwed. I mean, it's not. It wouldn't be enough for me to give up and not root for my favorite team, but I feel some kind of way about it. Well, especially if I bought my tickets far out in advance. Right. If I bought my tickets thinking, oh, I'm going to see Blake and CP3 and DeAndre and blah, 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 and then right. and the, I'm the, the day comes. Right, and I'm Paul Pierce. And I'm, <laughs> I mean, jeez. Oh, Paul Pierce turned into a buster. That's harsh, but I know what you're saying. Laker Quick, you're always welcome here. You are a true friend of the Ozone. We appreciate your insight. Hope you have a great day, and we'll speak to you soon. All right, Quick. You're looking out, yo. Appreciate it, man. Always a pleasure. Peace. He brings up a very, very good point. Valid. And you bring up very valid points as well. It's a point fest. And speaking of a point fest, you know, you ever think about dressing with style this spring? If you head over to 5-4 Club at uh, 5-4club.com, they're the no-shop style solution. You get a curated wardrobe for every season delivered to your door every month. 
For just $60 a month, you can get $120 worth of clothes or more. I like that. Matter of fact, I think I might be wearing some 5.4 later on tonight. Right. Very, yeah. very nice. Very nice clothing. Moving on here. Uh, you know, a couple other topics I wanted to cover. Wanted to see how you felt about uh, about RG3 heading to Cleveland. RG3 heading to Cleveland. I don't know if this is the solution or just another chain link in the problem. Is it there. a Band-Aid? Or, I don't know, I mean, but they got Hugh Jackson up there. We got our old pal yeah, Hugh going Hugh, up there. The so man. Hugh is the man. Yeah. One love to Hugh Jackson. Yeah. Uh, and another friend of the Ozone. And I'm I'm interested to see if he can get that young man's mind uh, on the team. I don't really think that he wasn't a team player, per se. I just think that I honestly believe that he underestimated the other talent in the league. You know, he doesn't think wow. that, you know, the big guys are going to be as fast as they are. And he he basically got hurt against Nada. Nada is like 300-something pounds. He, tra- he ran him down and messed up his leg. Yeah. He never got his job back after that. Yeah, and well, and you come to find it's the third time that he's had that happen to his knee. So it's Ooh. not like that. You know what I mean? Too. Oh my goodness! Ooh, he looked, looked like he got helicoptered. Like that. that was oh, the on, worst. Dude. That was the worst. He's really. I'm sure he's watched that video and come to the conclusion that he should have slid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure of it. He needs to be a pocket passer, and he's got a good arm with occasional run. Right. I just wonder if he's you know if he's going to be able to get that done, you know. If he's going to be able to get that done up there, it just seems like they have a culture of losing, and they need to turn over the soil up there to figure out a way to change things around. Well, they have a talented receiver. They have a nice, um, um, what is it, tight end. Yeah, they just probably need a coach, and Hugh might be that man. Hugh might be that man. I don't. I'm not expecting a Super Bowl anytime soon, but you know, stranger things have happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, a guy made a video of his uh, friend. Talking about running around on his girlfriend and posted it on social media for billions of people to see. So that that is right. stranger than the team going to the Super Bowl. Now you know that they're saying that the the video actually wasn't actually leaked by him. That's what they're saying. I don't know. I mean, who knows? I, I'm I'm with Laker quick on this one. I don't know what we get. I, I don't know if we ever get the truth. But I'm, I'm hearing all sorts of conspiracy theories. What what do you got? Nicki Minaj is supposed to be behind the Nick Young league, as they're saying. Now, who's who's the they in this situation? Um, a Twitter handle, Famulus, I do believe. <laughs> Whoever Famulus is. Yeah, that's actually speaking, that spoke on ESPN, ESPN Radio or something. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, and they came out and said that there's more to be released. So Sony Hacks? Is this like a, is this, is this Kim Jong-il is involved? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Right, it's too much. It's not the game of basketball. It's Anytime not the game of basketball. Destroy somebody's house. It's a problem because this guy has to go home to this lady, and whether you like her or not, he has to listen to her, and that's the worst. So everybody knows that if you go home and you've got grief at the house with your girl, then you really, you know, she won't let you go until she gives you grief. He's not going to be able to just walk away. Oh, this is this is bad news that's going terrible on here. News. This is terrible. really, really I mean, even if you didn't like Nick Young, you would feel for him. Anybody who has a girl knows. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We're going to move into tennis now, one of my favorite sports. And uh, down uh, the Miami Open is taking place right now, and it's one of the, the larger non-Grand Slams. One of the, it's a nice major down there. Even though they may lose the tournament, it is, uh, it's a great place, nice and hot in Miami. It's always good to be in Miami in March. Yeah, we were watching some of it. It looked real sticky. Real wet down yeah. there. Just yeah. I guarantee it, boy. It looked like you <laughs> down there in the bayou. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh, you know, 
you know, there was an early exit by Serena Williams. Uh, Serena Williams, who lost in the finals at the uh, Indian Wells tournament, and is now lost in the Miami Open. I mean, this is these last two tournaments are more losses than she suffered all the last year now. And it's pretty. I, I I see that she lost. Federer had to retire because of an injury. Nadal uh, had to retire, I think, because of heat stroke or he something happened. Seems like there's a changing of the guard going on in tennis now. There's a lot of new young bucks that are getting, you know, they're making noise. It's a very interesting thing to see because we're seeing this in all sports. And I find it interesting because although you come into your senior statesmanism at different stages of these sports, the same group and crop are retiring around the same times. So you have the Peyton Mannings and the Tom Brady's of the world giving their last hurrah, and you also have the Nadal's and Federer's of the world and the Serena Williams of the world. And now, you know, this is this is this transition period, which I find very interesting because it's segueing into a new world in the sport. So who's next up? I mean, I, I'm I, I I'd have to say Carlos Beltran. Who's next <laughs> up? <laughs> of I the think New York Yankees. <laughs> I think Carlos, he probably should have gave it up a few years ago. I he, think so too. Yeah, but he, I mean, he looks I, good, but he's not. He's not playing the same at that player. level. Yeah, and but but he's as, awesome. If somebody is giving you eleven, twelve, twenty million dollars a year, who am I to tell you to give it up? Yeah, because I'm definitely not the one. I am not the one to tell you to give up that twenty million for the greater good of society. Actually, uh, because they're going to find another bum to give it to. They're going to give it to another bum. And why do you think that is? Why are they so interested in sports in giving another bum? that money this that last hurrah do you think it's branding maybe this guy has a brand you carlos beltran has his brand let's keep it the carlos beltran fans in the seats i think there's a little bit of that but you think nobody's brand is bigger than the yankees itself yeah. so you know they would want to protect that but at the same time you know we watch the games we see when different guys hurt the teams in different ways and yet the, the gms never seem to go that route they never seem to you know i think the gms a lot of times are just out of touch Really? I think so, too. Yeah. I think the bubble of success causes the GMs to be out of touch in a lot of ways. Yeah, they're hanging around with these guys all the time. You, you're speaking to them, and then it, it gets really hard to say, hey, man, you know what? I think your time is up. It's like CeCe going to the bullpen now, and I love CeCe. You know, that's our I man. I love CeCe. But CeCe probably shouldn't be starting anymore. It'll be interesting to see what it, what it does. I mean, you know, now what I am down with, and baseball gives you this option more so than any other sport, is that you could give CeCe a chance and see what happens from that chance. Right. But what you can't do is then to go too far and then in turn allow anybody to hurt the team continually. And this is what we're seeing now with Kobe Bryant, who's at the end of the road. You know, and we're seeing a situation where they're trying to manage his minutes. People are coming to see his last game against Dwayne Wade, and then they get eight minutes of, of action. You right. Know? That's, that's, that's shame on the team and, you know, and the league. And, you know, Kobe... We're looking at a shell of what he was. Literally. Yeah. Literally. And, you know, it's only, it's only so much. There's only seven games left or whatever it is. And then he can, uh, you know, he can retire in all of his glory. But then when you show, show him what all the ice bags on and everything, I just think that that's more of an excuse than anything because he shouldn't have been playing anyway. He just shouldn't have even played. He shouldn't even have suited up. But, yeah. that, but they got to sell. They sold those seats. Yeah. They sold those seats. And, it's, and I do give him credit as opposed to saying the coach just saying, oh, no, we're resting tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Because that goes back to the other argument. So tell me about this situation with Garrett Cole not getting his money. Oh, okay. So, you know, a little bit ago, some information came out. Garrett Cole, one of the best pitchers in the league, total absolute stud and ace of the Pittsburgh Pirates who can't seem to turn the corner and get over the hump. 
They got him on this MLB uh, silly rule under three, whatever it's called. And Garrett Cole is now playing for $538,000 this year. And he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. And Zach Grinke just signed for $200 billion. <laughs> and he's not one of the best. Well, oh, he is. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. I'm I'm out of line. You're but, out of line. But I, out of line. I'm not that far. Yeah, way? you are out of line. You're way out of line. Are you going to say Zach Greinke? Zach Greinke had like a, a one-something ERA, dude. Yeah, that's he, true. See, you last year, though. Yeah, last year. And last year, Garrett Cole's ERA was like 307 over his career. How many? Only two years. Right. But, but, let's but say these something. two years, what, what's his record? Garrett Cole is 40 and 20 in these two years. 40 and 20 with a 307 ERA, and he locks people up. He, right. he, he strikes guys out, lots of guys. Yeah. And he put them in the playoff hunt. He's a team guy. He's young. He's a young stud, and he's just trying to figure out how to, how to balance the balance sheet here a little right. bit. He's playing next to guys who are getting paid. And I can say, okay, now he signed for a certain amount. His agent, super agent Scott Boris, uh, is saying that this isn't the deal that he discussed with the owner of the team. That Do you owner, believe it? Uh, yeah, I believe it. But you know what? The ownership seems to be consistent in not honoring anything other than that under three situation. So maybe Scott's just, you know, saying that so that we'll talk about it. But ultimately, they gave Cole a raise from the 538 that he was supposed to make to $541,000. Now, in the world of, of, you know, in the real world, a $3,000 raise is great. In the world where your peers and many of which who are not as good as you right. are making literally 20 to 40 times that amount of money you're not this isn't this is unacceptable and so now they're saying he was only looking for you know 650 700 or something like that he just wants some compensation that's not crazy either no that's not crazy and if i'm and and if i'm an owner i have to say you know what there's times when i got to break character here i got i got to break policy and say no, you know what? This guy, we do need to pay. Right, and set a standard. I need to, well, and, or not, or I need to set an exception. And I need to say, you know what? The standard is that this guy is overperforming for this deal. Right. And I'm going to compensate him in some way. It's I'm going to give him a Corvette. I, I'm going to tell him he's going to Disneyland. <laughs> I'm going to get him a, an unlimited pass at the uh, buffet. I'm going to do something. I don't think he works out like that. I, I, at the buffet? Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> but but I, I'm going to do, do something for him. To, to make him think, you know what, I want to stay in Pittsburgh. Because Garrett Cole is from Newport Beach, as per Wikipedia. And if you're from Newport Beach, odds are off the top, you don't really want to hang out in Pittsburgh that much. Right. Because Especially Newport in the Beach winter. is pretty dope. Yeah. I it's can awesome. tell you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. It, it, it's awesome. In the words of Hulk Hogan, <laughs> you're, you're awesome. awesome. <laughs> uh, and, and you know what? It is, it's a pretty sweet place, and he's over there. He's having success. He, obviously, he's giving it his all. And then they tell you this. Now, why in the world would you be inclined to sign a, a long-term deal at the end of this year when you deal again? Right. Or when you get hurt? Right. Why would you why would you say, "Yeah, you know what? Pittsburgh did me right. I'm going to go back and I'm going to give them, you know what? I don't need 20 million this season. Give me 3." You know, give me 3. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I'm, I'm no, sensing a theme with you here. Right. <laughs> so first of all, we're recognizing that Terry would juice. And he would, I want all my money. And he would <laughs> not give a hometown discount to the Pittsburgh Pirates. No loyalty program. Don't give a discount to the Pittsburgh Pirates when they don't pay you off the bat. He's a stud. Come he on. He's a stud. 25 years old? Are you kidding? 
stone cold stud. I think that they say major league pitchers reach their prime around 27. Yeah, 27, 28. I think that's what it is. Come on, dude. You got some prime coming. You got some prime, you got prime coming. 112 coming. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Miles. <laughs> uh, but you know what? So that's a that's a tough one. But I want to go back to this uh to these to these these this fitness regiment for these guys. Right. Because you look at it, so much of the game has now been revealed to be about balance. Right. To be about, you know, different versions of strength. Mm-hmm. Which our uh Core strength. Yeah. And that's what Bryce Harper is showing you in that that little vine right there. Crazy core strength. Come on. And that kind of strength translates to banking balls go 500 feet. Yes. And when they throw you the off-speed pitch, you probably are not off balance. Your balance is right. You can't fool me. It's going to be hard. Yeah. I think that the guy's going to hit about 50 bombs. You think? Yeah. Wow. Why not? He didn't. He, he wasn't that far off last year. Wow. Wow. You know, uh, I don't doubt it. And 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 he's got speed, even though they try to you know right. stop him from running. Right. I mean, really. I mean, you know, I hate that, too, about the league where they want to stop you from running. It's a part of his game. You got to let him play the game. These are kids. Now, that's an interesting thing you just pulled up there about CC saying that uh, CC Sabathia is going to have all of the alcohol removed uh, from the, the hotel rooms during road trips, which is a very responsible thing. One thing that I really admire about CC Sabathia and his dealing with these uh, the the abuse, the alcohol abuse problem that he had, is he's been very open about it. He's been very forward about it. Right. And I believe that that's how you help other people. Right. Uh, because there's no a, shame. That's what it is. And there's a stigma attached to um, like a weakness or a stigma attached to, to, to having a problem. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. To yeah. a problem you have in general. A problem. Everybody has problems. We so, all have you know, different ones. If he has a problem, then let's speak on it and maybe it'll help somebody else grow. That's what it is. You that's know? what it is. And, and and I bet you he's helped some other people because a lot I'm of people sure of look it. up to Ace. Right. And we're pulling for you out there, CC. Yeah. We're hoping you for the best for you and we're looking for... Uh, for another uh, uh, Cy Young effort from you. That's yeah, what, that's he always gives you great effort. He, he, crazy heart. He's got, I mean, Laker Quick brought up a good point years ago and said that you could argue that CC Sabathia lived up to the big contract better than anybody in that five-year block. One of the only ones. You have Big Tex who's let you down. You have Alex Rodriguez. No, no, no. We're talking about in all of sports. I'm talking yeah, about in all yeah, of sports. Yeah, yeah. This guy came over and won 61 or 62 games in three seasons. I mean, what do you want from him? <laughs> what do you want from CeCe? And got a ring. Games? Yeah, he got him a ring. And got him a ring. He did. He got the organization a ring. He got the organization back on track. At that, one point, he carried him. On his back. Yeah. That's a big fella. He put that team bag, on his yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, he did. That guy, one love to CC. Uh, I just want to give you a shout out here. Let everybody know that this is uh, the Ozone you're listening to. My Twitter handle is at Omar Miller. You can find me on Instagram at Omar Benson Miller. You can find my brother at Icons, E-Y-E-C-O-N-Z, or Z if you're Canadian or English. Never know about those kind of things. We're going to cut it off right here. You can catch us on our next episode, our next session of The Ozone with me, Omar Miller. I'd like to wrap up on a nice quote. We're going to hit you with the Nelson Mandela today. And it is, it always seems impossible until it's done. Remember that, folks, and have a great week. <laughs>